This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, Mum, come and have a look at this. I've got something to show you. Oh, God, what do you want now, Arthur? Go on, read it out. Mummy's Boy with Arthur Hill, a brand new podcast starring Arthur Hill and his mother, Lisa. What the bloody hell is this? I've signed us up to do a podcast. See, this is the contract. Oh, Arthur. It's Mummy's Boy. Mummy's Boy is my new podcast where I head back home each week to catch up with my mum and help bring her into the 21st century. Listen to Mummy's Boy every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts. This is a crowd podcast. This episode is sponsored by The Mess, Tim Eaton. To be more like Tim, go to patreon.com slash Joe Show and become an official sponsor today. Uh, you got to say forward slash. We had a bit of a confusion last week with you and forwards and backslashes. And now this week you've chosen to go with a straight slash. Well, there is only one slash now on the keyboard I can see, which is a... No, there is a backslash. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Marler Show. It isn't on the radio. It's a podcast, fool. You listen anywhere you go. The Joe Marler Show. Um. Oh shit! We've got to do a welcome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sorry, I was just confused. I wasn't expecting us to have to do a welcome back. Um, but it turns out we slash you did fucking spiffingly well last week, Dan. So we'll go with a welcome. Really, welcome back to the Joe and Dan Rugby Show. Obviously, the title is still very much a work in progress, but hopefully, we should get it nailed by the end of the season. Um. Well done, well done last week, Dan. Very, very popular, actually. You seem to have won over the, the rugby public and convinced them that you're actually a nice guy. Uh, thanks, Joe. Uh, I am a nice guy in this relationship. I'm good cop. You can be a bad cop. Does that work for you? Anyway, back to uh, the show. We've got a message from a Derek Hill, and it says, Have you thought about the Dan and Joe rugby show? Because at least that way it rhymes. Oh, yes, I see what he's done. He's flipped our names. What do you think about that, Dan? Yeah, as head billing. Uh, yeah, it'd be great. I don't, I'm not sure about the rhyming. Well, it rhymes, but like <laughs> like whether we should have it because it rhymes. You know what I mean? Like, not a great selling point, to be honest. I quite like the fact that you're first. So it's more your show. Um, so maybe, maybe. Alphabetically it works, but you know, your it is it is your show. I'm a guest slash lesser partner to it. No. It's our show, Dan. It's our our show. Our or ours. Our is it our or ours? Ours. Our show? Ours show. Could be an our show if you want. It is an our show. Anyway, another suggestion from Lynchy. Got another suggestion from Lynchy. I'm sorry, this is just getting worse and worse. I'm eating a whole fucking pack of grapes during this record. <laughs> I was wondering. I can't see you, so I was just wondering what you were slobbering on. <laughs> slobbering on. I'm sorry. How? Right, we've got one from Lynchy. It's saying props to you, the tight and loose show. Fucking hell. 
we're really struggling. I thought we were bad at this. Turns out the listeners are worse than us. Dan, as uh, you were so excellent on last week's show, I think it's important that you read out these reviews. Uh, unfortunately, I know you too well, and you can be somewhat, uh, how do you describe it, rude and dry and lacking lacking emotion emotion or sentiment so we're going to whack some music to this while she read the reviews please uh okay I'll, I'll read them the first one's from martin dunn and he says more of the joe and dan show please thank you martin for that review in depth <laughs> oh you could sound a little bit more sincere so it's, it's I, I don't i don't take um compliments that well um so i'm sorry listeners um but that's just what it is um rabbit knows one love the joe and dan episode of the joe marla show definitely need more of these well this is number two so you're getting that Philip Brown, we need a rugby podcast with you and Dan on a weekly basis. The pilot episode was great. Fist emoji, thumbs up emoji. <laughs> what does that mean? Why are you reading out the emojis? Well, I'm just letting you know that there are emojis that include them. Philip Brown, down with the kids. Brilliant. Chris Hodgson, brilliant. I can listen to Dan and Joe all day. Please continue this beautiful partnership. I want more thank you chris we're we're providing your needs arisha carter so funny the chemistry love it go on do more i dare you hang on a minute i've just had a message in here social media i've been trawling through it and now i've had one pop up it's not quite a review but it says understanding that the cola bears love for retro cars cola bear spelt with a k for some reason and with a hyphen actually there's a hyphen in it it goes cola hyphen bears love for retro cars what's the best car a new driver needs to get in order to get action (laughs) well my first car was a kermit green ford ka i think it was an s reg and that served me incredibly well over the the year that i had it what 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 do you mean it served you incredibly well it got me from a to b um (laughs) a to b to yeah no it was a great car i've seen the pictures you back driving in your kermit green 4ka mate yeah you were definitely getting plenty of courtmanship courtingship courtships you were getting through plenty of courtships in that little ka of yours Okay, Joe, maybe we should talk um, some rugby, as that's what we and the listeners really want to know about. Friday night, where were you? I was in my house. Why were you at home in your house and not at Franklin's Gardens, representing the Mighty Quince? Yeah, I was in my house, uh, rather than being... Oh, fuck it, am I answering the truth and the false one? We'll go with the truth first, then, shall we? Okay. I was at home in my house. Were you internally disciplined? I was internally disciplined and stood down for the game on Friday night because of a misdemeanour that took place between myself and the team on Monday. What was this misdemeanour? What did you do? I went AWOL. We're getting a bit in-depth here, aren't we? Were we covering some emotional ground? Do you need some... 
Are you all right? You've gone away AWOL before, haven't you? And you missed a tour to Australia, so I'm just checking you're all right, Joe. Are you all right? That was quite a big AWOL, wasn't it, that one? Uh, this was just a Monday... This was a Monday AWOL. Okay, so the official tag is I was stood down for the game because of not turning up to training on Monday and... Uh, not letting anyone know so I let my team down I let the club down and uh, I was punished accordingly rightfully so and that was my punishment so yep hopefully hopefully I'll be available well I will be available for selection but hopefully I'm not um, deselected for the rest of the season okay we'll hold you to that Uh, because I heard a rumour that you were in fact um, brushing up on the rugby laws especially around the scrum as apparently your next move is into refereeing the scrum i don't know if anyone hasn't seen it's your little relationship friendship with razzy rasmussen 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 what's going on there every time i read something by him it's about you you're such a cynical bastard why can't you just appreciate that it's just a true true friendship two kindred spirits from across the world just knowing each other having never actually physically uh properly met each other it's like it's like a weird sort of online relationship like me and him met on tinder or plenty of fish or one of the other dating websites and uh it's just blossomed ever since with our our love for anarchy and rugby so don't have no beef there's there's room for both of you in my life dan do you actually communicate with him or do you just communicate via the media yeah, no, we we send uh, we send each other messages every so often, but most of it is is via the media. Yeah, the Daily Mail. Yeah. Well, actually, come on then. Let's actually think about this. Open it up a little bit. Do you agree with his suggestion that there should be a scrum referee because it can be such a minefield for the referees these days? Or do you just go, no, they should just learn to get better at calling it right? I think, like to be honest, the referees do a all right job and they're going to get some wrong they get some right like most right a scrum ref you might find if he's a tight head say this is what i was thinking like as a tight head i'm probably going to more look to penalize loose heads and say for instance you might be more willing to penalize tight heads so then you get the biases in about what you know our positional biases in or the fact that you might not like somebody so you just ping them whereas like the referees are fairly neutral they haven't played tight head loose head so they just go and referee what they see and to be honest they do a decent enough job and i don't know if bringing on a scrum referee would really help too much you know what i mean like especially if you're just big call at the end of the game are you going to bring on a you know especially the referees had the flow of the game all game and then you bring on a minute to go 30 seconds to go there's a scrum in front of the sticks yeah but it would be so good mate if you were a scrum ref we could make it like proper proper wwe style where you've got like entrance music as well to the field and you just hear this like like stone cold the smashing glass like Dun, 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 dun. Fuck you! It would be like Stone Cold, yeah. We've both got knee braces on, elbow braces, and like shuffling down, <laughs> shuffling onto the pitch. Like, yeah, I just like the fact that he's coming up with some different ideas. I actually think scrummaging should be an Olymp- Olympic sport, mate. Fuck me! Going to the oh. Olympics, you've got like you could probably have two specialist scrum refs, one on each side. And it's eight blokes just pushing. You've got like a mark in the middle. You don't need a ball. No one cares about the ball. You mark in the middle. And then basically it's one team pushes off the other. There could be a time restriction of like a three minute scrum. So he gives up first. Are you finished? I don't have to be. I have not seen 
you so animated and excited as much as I've just had to fucking put up with. I've, I've not seen that in a long, long time. It just sounds like you're there waiting for a full erection before you can finish your job, you dirty old git. Why are you lying on the floor, Dan? Oh, just, just so I can see down the tunnel. Your scrum's over, mate. Can you get off the field? Why has the scrum ref had a change of outfit? Clearly, uh, you're not in agreement with Razzie's uh, suggestions, but you don't mind that he's putting it out there and saying something different. I think it's good that he is, as I say, bringing solutions to the game and trying to keep moving forward and keep entertaining. I'll pass on your best wishes, shall I, Dan? Let's have some ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. To your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Beneath the veneer of the everyday lurks the realm of the spy. From Wondery, I'm Raza Jaffrey. This is The Spy Who, the podcast exploring true spy stories you were never meant to hear, with secret operatives playing to very different rules. We'll reveal the invisible work of the world's intelligence services, unearthing daring missions packed with danger, deceit, and double crosses. Follow The Spy Who wherever you listen to podcasts. Those were the ads. Anyway, uh, Dan, unfortunately for you, you have to make your way out of Leicestershire for the first time... um in a long time, other than for rugby fixtures, of course, because that was a really shit drum roll. We've sold the live show out. It's out. It is completely sold out. And on last week's episode, you agreed that if we sold 700 tickets, you would come. Are you coming? Well, if you sold 700, where am I going to sit? No, 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 no. No, you prat. You don't need a ticket. You're a VI. You're a VVIP. You're a VVII. PP, actually. So is that a yes or no? It's a yes or a no. Answer yes or no. Uh, y- yes. Yes, I'll come. Yeah. I want to see this. How long did it take to sell out? It, it took us six hours to sell it out. And I couldn't believe it. I thought Daisy's got the credit card and she's just fucking buying it all to make me feel better um, and justify putting on a live show that we haven't quite planned yet. But if you have bought a ticket and you're coming alone... Make sure you get in touch because uh, there's going to be a seat available next to Dan for the entire evening. Is that okay, Dan? What? What's this person going to be doing? I'm I'm married, Joe. Anyway, I cannot wait. I'm so excited to see you on the 27th of September. Dan, back to the good, good shit. Let's get back to the good shit, which is the rugby shit. And this is your moment. This is your perfect moment. To read the fixtures. Here's some more dramatic music. Friday, European Rugby Challenge Cup, Gloucester vs Saracens. Saturday, Hiding Champions Cup, Monster vs Toulouse, La Rochelle vs Montpellier, and the mighty Leicester Tigers take on Leinster. <laughs> European Challenge Cup, we have Edinburgh vs Wasps, Lyon 
versus Glasgow Warriors. And on Sunday, we've got Racing 92 versus Sale Sharks. In the Heineken Cup, in the Champions Cup, in the Challenge Cup, we have Toulon versus London Irish. So, we've got a full-on weekend of rugby viewing, haven't we? Anyway, if you've been inspired by the Red Roses' unbelievable Six Nations Grand Slam from the weekend then you might want to tune in to the Alliance. I used to not enjoy saying that word, mainly because it was associated with um, Sarri's. Fuck's sake, there's just so much bitterness. The Alliance Premier 15s are on this Saturday. So, Dan, here's another crash-bang wallop of fixtures from you. And a little bit more oomph, please. Exeter Chiefs versus Saracens. Gloucester Hartbury versus Wasps. Sale Sharks versus Darlington Roden Park Sharks. So Sharks on Sharks. Ooh, bit Shark on Shark action. Worcester Valkyries versus Loughborough Lightning. And Bristol Bears versus Harlequins. That that reminds me, I want to say a massive congratulations to the Slut Buckets, which is the girls' rugby team that we sponsor, because they competed in the Abba Swith, Abba, Abba, Abba Swith, Abba Ristwith. Yes, Aberystwyth Sevens over the weekend. So thank you very much for growing the show. Uh, I mean, the, the name, what do you think of the team name, Dan? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd like a bit more background into how they came to that. I bet you would, you dirty old perv. <laughs> right, let's get on to a more important story. My old mucker, Tom Youngs, retired last week. Talk to me, mate. How emotional was that at the weekend for you, boys? Oh, yeah, it was it was big. Um, I'd say Tom, he uh, obviously announced in the press on, I think, the Wednesday. Um, we got told in the week that he was going to come and um, bleed us out. But no, he was in the change room before the game. of the warm, we came in, he came in. And, yeah, it was, i say, the whole team in there. And he just spoke about, you know, how much he loved the rugby. You know, he'd love to make one more tackle, one more um, carry, but he can't. And just to embrace every moment because we've got, you know, the best job in the world. And um, he's obviously got a lot of stuff going off the field. But it just makes you appreciate what a great thing we've got, um, you know, to be able to play with your mates. And, yeah, it was, I'll say, there were boys in tears. Um, it sort of, it really didn't sort of strike me until we got onto the field. He led um, the team out with his daughter, Maisie. But, I say, Welford Road, I think it was pretty much a sellout crowd. Uh, everyone's on their feet, applauding him. And then I've only ever seen that once in my career. Not only in my career, I remember when the World Cup winners came back in like 2003 and Welford Road was then on its feet and surrounded. That was the only other time I've seen like Welford Road like that. Um, just I say as a thank you to Tom, I think he... I think he said recently in the press that he hated it, but I think it's, um, you know, because it was all about him, which he doesn't really like. But I think it's, you know, the least of the club and sort of everyone could do to show the appreciation for what he is and the man he is and what he's been through, what he's going through, what his family's going through. Because I say he's, you know, the fact um, he's got stuff going off the field he never wants as a player showed he was a captain I mean we were losing games left right and centre and he was captain but he always turned up to work he always got on with it he always led by example you know we talk about you know what you want from you you know what's Leicester about like commitment toughness um, throwing yourself in there and Tom Young's like he just epitomises all those you know values that Leicester as a club wants to wants to be Um, and yeah I think it's um, he's an amazing bloke Um, father husband rugby player and I think if there were more people like him in the world, it'd be a good place. 
I could see and hear there, mate, the fondness that you have for him, um, but also the sadness in terms of he's not going to be there playing alongside you anymore. And I think that says a lot about the bloke. You've obviously grown up with him, Dan, and played alongside him for, for club and country for years. I feel very lucky that I, I got an opportunity to play with him for a few years at, at England and salt of the earth guy, heart of gold, no nonsense, fucking nails. Jesus Christ, you didn't want to fucking get on the wrong side of him. There was a couple of times where I'd make a couple of jokes about his wonky eyes and I was like, oh God, I'm not fucking going to get up from this. I am not getting up from this one. So I, I backed off a little bit and I, I shouted it from afar more. Than, yeah, nice. Yeah, good, good throw, mate. How's that fucking wonky eye? Horrible looking fucker. Um, <laughs> but just an incredible, incredible human. And all the plaudits and all the messages he's had on social media, in the media, from players, current and, and retired. Just a wonderful, wonderful human. I'll always remember when... Um, we got kicked out of the World Cup. We were at Penny Hill and I was uh, I was hiding in my room, as most of us, I thought, were. And then I snuck down to the team room to get myself a cup of tea and some Epsom salts because I thought, oh, I'll treat myself to a nice bath tonight and, you know, put my feet up and just shut the world away because we've just fucking embarrassed ourselves in front of the whole fucking world in a home World Cup. And as I'm trying to sneak back, He's, I've been, oi, Mola! I was like, oh, fuck, he's caught me. And I turned around, and it was younger. He's like, what, what are you doing? And I had a cup of tea in my hand and my Epsom sort of, I was like, oh, I was just going to go back for a, put my finger, fuck off, mate. Come on, we're all in the bar. Come on, get on it. Let's go, let's go. And uh, I'll always be very grateful for Tom um, doing that because we had a fucking great night. And the stories off the back of that night have just lived with us for a long, long time, haven't they, Dan? They have, yes. Like his brother ordering like 75 Moscow mules and then realising there was no one there to drink them. <laughs> one of my favourite ones about Tom, I mean, there's plenty, but it's, it's on the field and we played New Zealand. I think it's actually when we beat them in 20... When was that? 13? Something like that. And he basically saw Dan Carter's head appear at the bottom of a breakdown and Tom's like, right, I've got him. So Tom piled in as hard as he could. And I think, well, he's retired now. I think he went to knee him in the face, basically. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> Dan Carter moved <laughs> and he got Mike Brown <laughs> square in the nose. And all you hear is Brown's like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> you look at all the pictures. Brownie's nose is like on the absolute one. It's been absolutely smoked off his face. And, <laughs> Like one thing I will say as well is um, it just from a probably a more a bigger point of view. Like we'll never know. Like I don't think anyone know you know what Tom's been through and his family's been through. And you know when you see someone on the field, cause he, you know he probably took some stick as a bloke from you know a bad line all this kind of stuff. But it's more important things to rugby. So when people get stuck into rugby players about this that and the other, and you did this on the field, didn't do this. Like just have some appreciation that there might be more going on in someone's life than what meets the eye and um you'll never know because the bloke will never tell you and he just gets on with life and he just does it you know rugby's massive yes we get it but you know family and everything comes first and that's um you know one thing he portrays here 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 we love you tom not that he's going to listen to this 
but we fucking love you we love tiff we love Maisie, we love all the youngs and i cannot wait to hopefully share a beer with him very very soon this as we discussed at the top of the show is the joe and dan rugby show so this is an equal partnership and i think you need to pull your weight a little bit more very weighty that you are so i know it's hard to pull but you need to pull your weight a little bit more can we get you on social media no right fuck me dead this is going to be hard work first of all why don't you have a social media i don't really see the point of you know previously had nothing to promote and no one really cares about what i've got to say or i don't want to be scrolling through my phone checking the opinions of a million people or getting down the wormhole of really interesting stuff that i don't need to i just need to chat to my kids you know several things to just pick up um on that answer from you uh first of all millions you're really shooting yourself high there like you'd have to trawl through millions of comments made about you so that's fine secondly can you look me in the eye or listen to me in the ear and say you have never been on a social media or you don't have a secret account possibly i don't have a secret account or a burner account i occasionally uh go on my wife's instagram to uh check but then apparently what you've been looking at doesn't it start linking the algorithm starts linking stuff to our homepage? so a bit weird when she's just got flash cars coming up on her thing just flash cars <laughs> is it <laughs> yeah uh just flash cars and gym workouts and stuff like that yeah. right well I, th- I think we might have to just change it a little bit mate like you've got to get with the times and i'm creating you a social media platform leave that with me um i'll, I'll do the bio for you i'll do all the i'll do all the legwork for it and um we'll probably launch it on friday like a big launch day you know the cola bear is out there or dan cole 69 or scrum till i die like what do you want to or fat phil mitchell (laughs) underscore fat grant mitchell 69 uh yeah something really cool like that no i'm excited to do that dan um you don't actually have the right to deny me doing that because i'll just create it anyway um Okay, okay thanks joe yeah have you ever had a burner account uh joe have you ever had a you know fake account ever pretended to be someone you're not a catfish yeah i i have had a burner account a long time ago he's his name was called paul curzon or something it's like a it's like a cinema a, a local cinema in eastbourne Pit, no phil curzon phil curzon and he did it to abuse his teammates basically there was this one teammate who decided to take up food blogging around london and he would then comment on some of it and there was this one there what's the best burger in london and they put up this place of like gbk or something like that a burger joint and uh you just saw phil curzon quote underneath saying the best burger in london is my dick sandwiched between your mum's labias <laughs> popular account it was um <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, i'd like to say thank you ever so much for listening to the second instalment of the joe and dan rugby show we really hope you enjoyed it uh we need to come up with a better name i think hopefully we can do a little bit more work this week and get more suggestions from our listeners but it's been great to go again again it's been great to go get oh fucking dickhead it's 
it's been lovely to go again Dan oh, it's been great Yeah, I thought after week one we might not have anything to talk about but thankfully rugby is the gift that keeps on giving and you know I think we've, we've done alright this week haven't we next week might be a challenge but we'll have to think of something else when you come out with one liners like rugby is the gift that keeps on giving what more do we want perfect absolutely perfect anyway the next regular episode is out on Wednesday Tom will be back and we'll be talking to a bouncer Oh, guys, we are fucking boot. Remember that time me and you want to be bouncers, Dan? Yeah, you get some, take some notes, all right? See where, see where there's a like, if there's a void in the industry, we can take over. Perfect. All right, I'll get my notebook out. Yeah. If your fucking name's not Dan, you're not fucking coming in, you muggy little prick. Here, fuck off. <laughs> Never understood why they call it bouncer. Is it? Yeah. Anyway, goodbye, everyone. Bye. Crowd Network, a place where you belong.